0: Men who absolutely need to go out, cannot be alone, who like to be on the scene is a red flag. And it's not to say that they can't have fun and they can't let loose and, you know, have a good time. But if there's someone who's going out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and they're finding day parties, club parties, birthday parties, finding anywhere that they can be to be on the scene, this is a red flag. And this is a red flag, especially when you're exclusively dating them. Sure, there may be a time in a man's life where he wants to go out a lot and wants to meet a woman, and that's totally normal, but once you are together, is he still doing that? Is he still wanting to always be on the scene? Those men do have a higher chance of being involved in things like alcohol, substance abuse, cheating. Or he could be getting himself in situations where he's spending excessive amounts of money. And it just tells you a little bit about his character in terms of always wanting attention, wanting to be seen, or wanting to be in that social dating pool. Another red flag to consider is how this man speaks about his previous relationships. How does he talk about his exes? Now, when you date, this is something that usually does come up. Typically, people do like to have conversations about what happened in their previous relationships. But is this man talking negatively about all of his exes? Is he talking negatively about his exes in general? It's okay to talk about things that didn't work out or, you know, maybe talk about character flaws or things that he may have missed. But is he degrading this person? Is he name-calling this person? This is going to say a lot about his character. In addition to that, is he talking excessively about his ex? This is a red flag. Some men are still very much connected to their exes or in love with them, and they have not moved on. And because of that, they are constantly talking about this person to you, which is very inappropriate. It's one of those conversations, if they're even had, is to be had at the very beginning of the relationship or honestly, not at all. I would say to you ladies, this is just my personal opinion. Don't talk about your exes at all. And I'm talking about you. They can do, they can do whatever they want to do. I would recommend you stay away from even speaking about that person. And I'll tell you why in another video, but watch out for that because that's how he's going to talk about you. And if you're able to really listen intently, you can sort of see maybe his remorse. Or you can see how he valued that person and the wonderful things that he says about this person. That can also give you a clue into how he sees women and his relationships. It will show a pattern. It will show a pattern if all of his exes are crazy or all of his exes are cheaters or whatever. If all of his exes are a certain kind of woman, it does sort of signal a red flag into maybe his taste in women maybe certain things that he's doing in a relationship that could be potentially causing things to happen, or his perception may be off and he may not be being honest about the whole situation. You're only hearing his side. Remember that. Another red flag that you should absolutely pay attention to are his words. Does he lie? Lying is something that some of us, you know, sort of dismiss depending on the situation. But look at this man in terms of what he's bringing to the table. Is he telling you things that are just blatant lies? They're just not true. Maybe he's telling you about how much money he earns or something that he did, somewhere that he went, someone that he knows, and they are just lies. Paying attention to that is absolutely necessary, especially if you see that he lies very casually. So maybe you hear him on the phone lying to his boss or you see him lying to his family constantly or lying to his friends. This is a judgment call, depending on what's going on. There are certain things that maybe he may be trying to avoid talking about or trying to get out of something. And you know, like I said, pay attention because we can make excuses for anything. But nine times out of 10, whatever we see as a problem later, We saw signs of at some point. So pay attention to his behavior. If he's lying to other people very casually, not even getting nervous or (laughs) seeming like it's stressing him out to have to lie, he may probably lie to you. That will not be a stretch. You are not special in that sense. He is who he is and those traits will come out. So if he's at the store and he's returning something and he's lying about the purchase, and you know he's lying, you know? It's like, okay, I see that. If he's joking with you and lying about things, and then when you catch him, he's like, oh, I was just joking. Oh, that that wasn't true. I didn't mean that. Now, these are character flaws. And not in a place of judgment, with all of these traits, it's not like we're standing and being a judge. You're not judging him and saying he's a horrible person, he's a terrible liar, whatever. You're just saying, okay, I noticed these things and I don't want these things in my life. So now that I notice them, I know that this is not the person for me. There's a big difference. Another red flag that's absolutely important for you to pay attention to, my dear, is his loving, love-bombing, loving-too-soon personality. There are some men who are attachers. They will attach to you very quickly for reasons that are not genuine. If you're dating a man and he tells you he loves you after knowing him for a week, that's a red flag. Now, this is something that kind of changes with age. We see this a lot with young people. So people in high school, maybe, or early in college, they may not know what love is. They may truly think that they love you. They may say that to you when you're young. And that is honestly much different than when you're dating someone in your 20s, and up, and they're telling you that they love you after one month. They don't even know you, okay? They may feel feelings that are similar to the feelings of love, but love is something that doesn't just happen in a day, in a week. It's something that develops over time, and the true meaning of love is so much deeper than what people express when they're dating someone. There are so many men who will use this term, I love you, to manipulate. Because they also understand as women, many of us are very moved by hearing that we're loved and we all have this need for love. That's human nature. So when someone says it, a lot of times we let our guard down for them. And so realizing that this man is, you know, using it to manipulate is important. And that's why you have to sort of hold back sometimes on some of your emotions or hold back sometimes on your desires that are so strong to be in a relationship because that's how you end up getting trapped with this term. And in addition to just him saying, I love you, there's this whole concept of love bombing, you know, of blowing up your phone, texting you all day long, not giving you any breathing room, wanting to always see you, wanting to just move the relationship so quickly. And it's like, for what? Whenever you get that feeling, that gut feeling, that intuition, it's important for you to think about it, to think soberly about it, really just removing your desire away from it and thinking about it as if this was your sister or your friend telling you about this guy. This is where we as women have to sort of take off those blinders and boost up our spiritual immune system to really be able to see things for what they are instead of what we want them to be. This is how so many of us women get into relationships that are so toxic or with men who are narcissists or with men who are evil or abusive because we desire so much to be loved. Another red flag to be absolutely mindful of is his follow-through on commitments. When you're dating someone and you have plans, think about this man in terms of does he stick to what he says? Does he show up on time? Does he call you when he says he's going to call you? Does he make lots of excuses as to why he couldn't do something? Why he couldn't make it? Why he couldn't call you? He constantly falls asleep. All these things that he is not following through with. And these are not just commitments to you, but commitments to himself. Does he follow through on things that he says he's going to do for himself? For example, if he says he's going to get a job somewhere or look into something that he's thinking about doing, is there any sort of movement or is it something that he just says because it sounds nice? These are things, again, to pay attention to because we have our own desires and when we hear things, we as women tend to be very moved by those things and very optimistic about those things. But if he's not showing any follow through, then his actions are speaking for himself. This particular trait is something that I've seen a lot of women really hurt over when they meet a man who's making these commitments with them and not following through. And then somewhere down the line, they end up marrying this man. And maybe things don't go well and they're not with this person anymore. And maybe things don't go as planned and they get a divorce. And this man is doing those very same things to his children. So your children are getting ready to go out with their dad and he doesn't show up, he doesn't follow through. He tells your children, I'm gonna take you guys to Disneyland or I'm gonna take you to the zoo or I'm gonna teach you how to play basketball, whatever. And he doesn't follow through. These same behaviors always show up later with your children. And that's why it's so important that when you don't like something being done to you, you realize that this is not just gonna be about you. This is also gonna be passed down to your children. And as a mother, I think it hurts in a very different way when this man is doing those same behaviors to your child. These are all things that you can avoid by spotting them early and believing what you see versus what you hear. Another red flag that I want you to pay very close attention to, my love, are his substance abuse issues. Is this man addicted to anything? What this looks like is him having to drink take shots, take anything before going out with you? Does he have to smoke before you guys go anywhere or smoke halfway through the date in the car? These are signs that there is a problem and you wanna make sure that you're very aware of it. When you go out together, can you have fun without drinks? Can you have fun without intoxication, without popping pills? Can you have fun without doing a line of Coke? Is he able to be sober? And joyful and happy and normal. This is absolutely important because with substance abuse issues, they tend to increase over time. Yes, when you're young and you're in college, you may think it's totally normal. Everyone's always partying. But unfortunately, college is where a lot of men and women, but you know, we're talking about men today, where a lot of men end up developing substance abuse issues. They spent all of these years constantly drinking. And they make excuses for themselves as they get older as to why it's still okay to do so. And we all know that all of these issues cause long-term harmful effects, whether that be his health, whether that be his behavior towards you, his behavior with his children, his employment status, his relationship with friends and family members. All of these things will impact your home eventually. He can be the greatest guy. And you may think, well, you know, he drinks a couple drinks after work. He has a stressful job. Well, what happens when that stressful job becomes even more stressful? What happens when he loses that job or he gets ill and can't work and he's still dependent on those things? I mean, and he's still dependent on those substances. Everything just goes left. Is he drinking every time you guys go out? Is he smoking every time you guys go out? How does he act when he's drinking versus when he's sober? That's also extremely important. There are some people where when they drink or when they smoke or have any substances, they're just better. They're in a better mood. And you may actually like that. And you may actually want to encourage that because it makes the day better for you. But again, it's going to become your problem eventually. Or it can go the opposite way. Some men are actually really decent when they're not intoxicated. But once they get intoxicated, they become angry or violent and this will affect you. So regardless, it's important for you to pay attention to how he behaves, even if he's not necessarily dependent on substances. You just want to make sure that you see this man in all different angles and be able to know who you're actually dealing with. And you may not always be able to tell that they're under the influence if you just started dating them. You may not be able to see the signs, but the more time you spend with this person, eventually you will be able to catch on to their substance abuse issues. So again, it doesn't matter if you've been dating them for one month or one year. If you start seeing these red flags, you must pay attention and not feel like you've given up so much of your time that you can't backtrack. The rest of your life will be dependent on your decisions. Another red flag to pay attention to if you're dating is whether or not this man has a spiritual life. This is absolutely crucial, ladies. And so many of us, unfortunately, dismiss this one because we just kind of feel like, well, you know, everyone has a right to do whatever they want. Like, I can't judge him or he's not there or he was raised this way and he sort of moved away, but he'll come back to it. We make so many excuses for the most important. Important thing, which is his spiritual life. Does he have a relationship with God? Is he a born-again Christian? Does he believe in what you believe in? Do you share the same faith? When you're a child of God, you are required to be with a man who's equally out to you, who has the same spiritual fuel that you have. This is going to make everything different in your relationship from The way that you have your values set up, the way that you raise your children, the way that he behaves will be based on a standard that's more than him. He's accountable to a higher power and not just his own feelings from Monday to Tuesday. I have seen so many women compromise on this one. Maybe everything else is on point, but this is the one thing that isn't. And they compromise. And every single person that I know has paid for it. And it never feels good knowing that you went against your own self, your own spiritual beliefs and commitment, because you thought that this was going to work. And it doesn't. It is very difficult to forgive yourself for something like that because we're talking about spiritual issues. And sweetie, this is where your faith really comes in. A lot of us think, well if I don't go with this guy, how do I know I'm gonna find someone else? Or he's so great, it's just one thing. You know, We put all of our energy on what we can do, what we see versus what God can do and what we can't see. We don't exercise faith, the real faith in the Lord to be able to know that he will provide, that he will honor your decision to do it his way And he will bring someone else down your path that fits you in ways that you could never imagine. It's never worth it to compromise on your spiritual life and your spiritual beliefs. It doesn't mean that you're judging him. It doesn't mean that you're forcing him to do something that he doesn't want to do. His spiritual life is a private decision. It's something that he has to want to do on his own. You don't have to force him into that. But by you living in your best self, by you teaching him the ways of God, by your behavior, he will also be able to see things and make that decision if he wants to. But entertaining a man by dating them when they don't have a spiritual life or their spiritual life goes completely against what you believe. So maybe they're into witchcraft or maybe they're into law of attraction or other things that just Don't go with your faith. This is a red flag and you must pay attention to it because it will hurt you in the end if you don't. Another red flag to pay attention to when you're dating is how he relates to his parents and his family. Now, this one can be quite tricky because a lot of men may have discord with their family or they're separated from their family. Maybe they live in a different country and you may not be able to sort of see this. But eventually it will come out, even if it just comes out in conversation. Does he have a lot of animosity towards his family? Is he very close to his family? This can go either way. Okay. I'm not saying it's a great thing if he's close or it's a bad thing. I'm saying to pay attention. There are some men who are very involved in their family to the point where they're not able to consider their woman. They're not able to be with a woman and put her first in a sense that eventually when you get married, His family is not going to be able to control him or sort of mold him the way they have been. Is he brave enough to be able to step up and say, these are the boundaries, I'm with someone now and things are going to have to change? Or is he so attached to his family that he can't say no? Is he someone who cares about his family? If he has a parent or a sibling who's really going through something hard, does he turn his back on them and just not care? Is he holding a lot of resentment or hatred towards his family members? Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you should dismiss these men and not want to be with them. I'm saying pay attention because some of these things are a red flag for you to realize, okay, he's like in love with his mother. He talks to her four or five times a day. What's that about? It's a signal. A red flag is a signal to say, what does this mean and how will this affect me and the relationship? and pay attention to it. It's not everything that you have to even address. You know, some of these things are red flags you may feel like you need to talk about and you need to have these long conversations about. And many of them you don't. Some of these things are just enough for you to say, okay, it was nice, but no thank you. And other things, you know, you can have conversations about depending on your personality, his personality, and how it will go. One of the biggest things that we as women struggle with is thinking that we can change a man, thinking that if we talk him to death or if we complain about it over and over again, that he's going to change. But the reality is you cannot change anyone. They can only change themselves if they see it as an issue, if they want to change, if they have the skills and the ability to change. That's on them. And you waiting around for that or you nagging about it doesn't work. So it's just not worth it. Another red flag to keep your eyes open for my dear is, is this man protective over you versus restrictive? And those are two different things. There are some men who, when they date you, they want you all to themselves and they have no room for anyone else to be near you. So they get very jealous if you go out with your friends or if you, or if you spend time with your family, they don't want you to be around them. Now, of course, you have to balance that. Okay. You have to be appropriate and know where you want this relationship to go and how that fits into your other relationships. But if this man is unable to see you have a good time, you know, you're out and he's angry that you went out with them. And so he's going to ignore your messages the whole night or pretend like he's asleep or call you and text you the whole time you're out. All of these things are red flags. He needs to understand that there are boundaries in the dating relationship, where you're able to have your own relationships outside of him, and it's nothing to be threatened about. Now, he can be protective over you, which is sort of him saying, you know, it's a little late. I don't think that it's good for you to be out at four in the morning. I don't think it's safe. That's very different than him just not wanting you to have fun with your friends. He's being protective over you as he should be and wants you to be safe. Now with this, you may think, well, how am I supposed to know if he's being like restrictive or just protective over me? You'll know based on how you feel. A lot of these things, you know, internally, it doesn't make you feel good. You don't feel right about it. You don't feel free. You feel like you have to hide things. You feel like you can't talk about certain people or you can't talk about the fun that you had because he wasn't there and he's going to get upset. You will know these things internally. You will see the look on his face when he feels like you're giving someone else attention and it'll make you uncomfortable. Pay attention to these things, especially when it comes to your family members, people that you genuinely truly love. If he cannot handle that, it is a red flag. Another red flag that I want you to pay close attention to my dear is his ability to handle disappointment. In life, we know it is up and down and up and down, and that's how everyone's life goes. But there are some things that bring us down, and sometimes we have a hard time getting out of that. How does he behave in those situations? Can he handle it? Does he go into a long depression? Does he use substances to make up for his disappointments? Does he blame you? Okay, Is he doing things like belittling you? Does he make it seem like the things that didn't work out in his life are your fault? Is he able to take ownership over his own failures or his own poor decisions or just things that didn't happen to work out? How does he handle disappointments in life? This is something to pay attention to. Another thing to consider when dating that could be a red flag is how does he handle boundaries? Is he able to respect your boundaries? Does he have healthy boundaries? This comes into play, especially when we talk about the things that you think about. You know, does he think that you're, does he think your ideas are stupid? Does he try to make you feel like you're dumb or the things that you say are insignificant? Does he respect your body? The things that you will and won't do, is he trying to challenge those things? Is he trying to talk you out of certain things that you're not comfortable doing? Is he overstepping your boundaries by touching you or doing things that make you feel uncomfortable even after you told him you do not like it? How is he relating to your boundaries and the differences between the two of you? That is going to be absolutely necessary for you to focus on, especially when the relationship has progressed and he may feel entitled to certain things. Is he able to still keep your boundaries in check? Is he able to still respect the boundaries that you've put in place? Another red flag to look out for is his work ethic. Is he a lazy person? This is something many women complain about later on down the road, but the signs were there initially. Does he initiate dates? You know, if if he's someone who just doesn't want to do the thinking, it's not like, you know, there's a reason behind this. He just doesn't want to have to look up restaurants or look up things to do. He wants you to do the lead work. He wants you to do the heavy lifting. He wants you to do the lead work. Is he lazy? Does he have any ambition for the things that he wants in life? Maybe he talks about how he wishes he could have been this when he was younger or he always wanted to do this or one day he's going to do that, but does he ever put any effort towards it? Does he celebrate the ambitions of others? You know, when he sees people who are successful or he sees his friends that are planning businesses and doing all these great things, is he for them? Is he right there just taking in that energy and using it for himself? Or does he just sort of see it like, okay, well, that's them, but I could never be that. What is his confidence like within himself? What kind of self-esteem does he have? Does he follow through? Is he lazy for the things that he's already responsible for? Like going to work, you know, is he missing work often just because he's tired or whatever reasons he has? Is he able to stay attached to those things that he needs to do? Or is he one of those people who just makes lots of excuses? And this leads to another red flag, jealousy. And we talked a little bit about that in terms of him being protective over restrictive, but is he also jealous of other people who are doing great things in life? Maybe he doesn't have the confidence that he you know, wishes he had, and he maybe talks down about people who are successful or belittles people's accomplishments, minimizes other people's greatness. Is he able to look at someone and be like, man, that guy is great? Or is he always saying something to try to elevate himself to that level? So think about this when you're together and you're in an environment where there are other people around that are very successful or very wealthy or very tall or whatever it is that, you know, he wishes he could be. How does he speak about these people? What is he like around them? Can he handle even being around them? Or does he feel very threatened and intimidated by them? Does he have a tendency to only talk about himself? You know, maybe you're the one that he's jealous of. And I know it may sound insane. Like, why would a man I'm dating be jealous of me? Well, it happens quite often where they're threatened by your success or by your abilities or by how people receive you. And because of that, they're not able to take in whatever you say. They just sort of dismiss it and talk about themselves. Men who talk about themselves constantly is a serious red flag. That is one of the hallmarks for narcissists. If he's not able to have a conversation that's free flowing without bringing it back to him, and what he's done and who he knew and how great he is and how you know perfect he is. When you talk to him, is he able to not only listen to what you have to say, but add to it? Or does it always come back to himself? This is so important, ladies, because this is one of the most dangerous signs in terms of red flags. Does he even see you? Or does he see you as someone that's for him? Those are two different things. And the final red flag that we'll talk about today is how your friends and family and loved ones receive him. Do they like him? Do they think that he's a good guy? Do they think that you're good together? Many of times when we're dating, again, we have on these blinders and we don't see people for who they really are. We see them for who we want them to be or who they have advertised themselves to be to us. And Other people are able to more easily see what you don't see. And people who truly love you and who are for you want the best for you. So if you bring him around your friends or your family or your coworkers and they do not like him, they may say "Mm -hmm, something about him, I don't know. You must pay attention to that. And again, with everything, take it to God. Pray about it. Don't allow yourself to get tricked By saying, you know, God sent this man to me or, you know, God confirmed to me that this was my husband. How did he do that? How did he confirm it to you? Is that something that you're willing to stand by? How do you know for sure? A lot of us kind of get ourselves into all these webs because we're not being honest with ourselves or because we want something so bad when we see so many things that we also are not okay with. Do not sell yourself short. Do not tolerate anything that you do not want. You, my dear, are worthy. You are worthy of being with a man who is genuinely into you, who has himself together, who prides himself in building himself up to be a man who's worth being with you. Never settle just because of your age. I don't care if you're 75 years old. It doesn't matter. You are still here. You are still alive. You are still a person with emotions and a life to live. It doesn't matter if you're someone who's been incarcerated, if you're someone who's drastically overweight, if you're someone who has scars or injuries, if you're someone who's disabled, if you're someone who doesn't have the looks that society says are the best. It doesn't matter who you've been with in the past who's mistreated you. You don't deserve anything less than what God himself would give you. And you, my love, are worthy of everything good and every one good, regardless of your past. So put your trust in the Lord, trust in him, confide in him, delight in him, and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Allow your will to be his will. Allow him to be the one to confirm to you. Trust in how you feel and trust in what he says that he wants a man to be for you. Don't lean on your own understanding, but have faith that the Lord loves you and wants you to have the very best in life. And I know that you ladies have been working so hard on yourselves. I never want all of your effort to go down the drain because you said yes to the wrong man. Pay attention, be safe, love God, and love yourself. And I promise by doing that, you will be fine forever. Thank you so much, my love, for being here, listening to this podcast, and spending some time with me today. I hope that the information that you heard here today will bless and open up your life for you to be the woman that God created you to be. Make sure to follow me on my Instagram page at A Feminine Impression and my personal page at Dr. Michelle Daff. Also, visit my YouTube channel. Dr. Michelle Daff for more information and lots of video content on femininity. I would also love your support in purchasing my fragrance from my brand, Fine Forever, by visiting www.fineforever.com. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression.